0: Welcome aboard, whether you arrived here by accident or on purpose, just merely woke up and found yourself abducted and taken to this spot. Follow the sound of my voice as you enter the world of Fishing Without Bait, a lifetime without definitive expectations, where we explore our lives through full impact mindfulness. The only requirement is the honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness to try. If you're welcome nowhere else, you're certainly welcome here. I'm Jim Ellermeyer. I'm a behavioral health therapist. And as always, behind the mic is Mr. Mike himself of my good friend co-host and co-producer of this program and as we often promise we offer an, an eclectic series of guests and today i'm joined by a young lady who appeared on our 100th celebration podcast dr stephanie hackett welcome aboard stephanie
1: Hi, how are you, Jim? Thank you for having me.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Well, we asked you here because you've entered into a new phase of life. And quite often, Stephanie, what we suggest to people is that each phase of their life requires a new you. Okay, so let's talk about the new you.
1: New Stephanie. Well, I am now um, entering into an endeavor of wellness coaching and more specifically burnout coaching where I'm helping uh, busy professionals and entrepreneurs ease the signs and symptoms of the dreaded burnout that we often get in corporate America or as an entrepreneur.
0: Okay, so what would you describe burnout as?
1: Burnout is that, well, I can give you... um, the the kind of some signs and symptoms that maybe you could think well I'm under stress and then we've got so we've got that little bit to the extreme of where I was so maybe you have a little bit of stress or anxiety when you go to the office or maybe you get the butterflies in your stomach and you're just starting to kind of think you know Is this really what's making me happy? Um, You know, you can, that could be the beginning of burnout. uh, And then delving into the depths where you're thinking, oh my God, is this all that there is? You're kind of despondent. You're detached from your work. You're detached from your coworkers. Maybe even feeling a little hopeless, feeling depressed, kind of just saying to yourself, "Is is this really all there is? The stress has become chronic, the anxiety is chronic, and, you know, just kind of feel like you're hitting bottom with no way out.
0: Well said, well said. And I have a hunch you swum in this water.
1: (laughs) I was swimming, barely keeping my my nose above the water, yes.
0: Well, Stephanie, sometimes in life we kind of refer to that as, I bought a ticket to a movie, but I must be in the wrong theater.
1: Mm Mm-hmm
0: as this isn't this isn't what I signed up this for. This isn't
1: what I signed up for, exactly.
0: So how do you help people, first of all, be aware of that?
1: Um, well, a lot of times people don't even realize maybe that's how they're feeling and that's what it is that they're feeling. So I start off just telling people what the signs and symptoms of burnout are. Maybe... Um, presenting some problems that they may have. And, and people are eventually going, Oh, you know, that sounds like me, or that's really hitting a chord with me. Um, and then they start following me a little bit and see that I'm really talking about a lot of the different signs and symptoms of burnout. And and they're realizing that, you know, I'm really what I'm saying is really resonating with them. Um, and then, you know, to really teach people then how to get out of One, to recognize and be self-aware enough to recognize when you're being triggered and when your signs and symptoms are being exacerbated and then teach them the tools and techniques to then counteract that.
0: So we often suggest to people that they stay in situations not because they're comfortable, because they're familiar.
1: Oh yeah, a lot of people are afraid of change, absolutely. Um, and what I like to say about change is you will kind of stay in the place that you are until the pain of staying where you are is greater than the pain of moving forward and changing.
0: Well, one of the Joker quotes is that if you don't like where you're at, move you're not a tree. No. Okay. Those are those are words, but actually Helping somebody do that is a totally different type of story. Uh, So we're talking about acceptance. What you're talking about is uh, it sounds like people would come to you and maybe say, man, I'm uh," and again, I speak 12 step lingo constantly. And everybody out there knows that uh, the restless, irritable and discontent feeling.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: describe to me what restless, irritable and discontent is for you.
1: Oh, for me now or for me when I was in... When you
0: were restless, irritable, and
1: discontent. When I was restless, irritable, and discontent. Um, well, for me, I I still tend to get irritable, maybe a little too often. Um, it's just kind of an almost like underlying, um, almost like a little insect or something that's just kind of underneath the surface and you just want to like scratch it and let it out. Um that's kind of that restlessness and irritability that I get sometimes. But, um, honestly, with some of the meditation and, and kind of practices that I've been on course with lately, I don't get restless, irritable and discontent. Cool. Often.
0: Cool. So I liked, uh, your descriptor about the insect. And sometimes I refer to it as when the world feels like you're rubbing against sandpaper. Yep. So when people come to you and they say that, uh, what tell me tell me your next steps
1: well we kind of get um i like to take a future kind of outcome oriented approach to change so we don't look at why are you feeling that way you know what happened it's really taking that future oriented approach to say where would you like to be how do you want to feel how would you rather feel what will get you moving toward feeling that way as opposed to you know kind of not really focusing on what happened or what caused it, but just focusing on, on moving forward.
0: Well, it sounds like what you're suggesting is, hey, we know what didn't work. Yep. We don't need to rehash yep.
1: that. Yep, absolutely.
0: So in the 12-step world, what we often say is, we don't care what you've done. What we care is what you're going to do about it. Yep. So when somebody comes to you and they say, I'm stuck, what can you do for me?
1: Well, I'm not going to do anything for you uh, cool. you have to do the work yourself isn't that isn't that yeah. amazing i can definitely provide information okay and accountability and support um, but inevitably mm-hmm. it's the client that has to do so the you work. just
0: can't make everything all right at once
1: no it's a you, you,
0: your magic wand doesn't work
1: uh, no, the batteries have gone dead. <laughs> so
0: unfortunately, that's what people expect. We live in a society, in a world where we're constantly bombarded with sight signs and images about what we're supposed to be and that we're not exposed to experience any discomfort at all.
1: Well, yeah, I, I definitely believe that that's what we're fed uh, in the media, in magazines, and you know, everywhere television, everywhere we look, um, you know. But that's change doesn't happen in in the comfort zone, you know. the, the good stuff doesn't happen in the. Say comfort more zone.
0: about that comfort zone.
1: Oh well, we all like that comfort zone. It's that warm, fuzzy blanket that we have wrapped around us that makes us feel like, you know, we're nice and safe and secure, and um, we don't need to move. We don't need to make any changes because everything's just nice and familiar and, and feels nice and safe. And change is something different. Change can be scary because you don't know what's coming up next. Um, change. Is very scary because of the unexpectedness of it.
0: Unexpectedness I think. of it—that's yeah. great. So sometimes we refer to that comfort zone. Sometimes we refer to people as a balloon with an infinite capacity for expansion. And sometimes our job, Stephanie, is to get people frustrated enough so they inflate enough to get against that bonds, that barriers of that comfort zone. So sometimes what we do is help people. I label and identify what. It's not a comfort zone, actually. What it is is a prison. Mm. Mm. So we get people frustrated enough, and I often tell people, I'm not running the friendship club. Uh, you know, you came to me to, to pr- help you help yourself get well. And sometimes that's not sitting here and holding your hand and being your friend.
1: Right, absolutely. Um, I don't tell people, you know, what they want to hear, I tell them what they need to hear. Okay. And sometimes that's not always. Um, You know, what they, what they want to hear. Right. You know, it makes them uncomfortable. It pushes them out of their comfort zone. Isn't
0: that wonderful?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Isn't
0: that wonderful? So how can, can you, when did you get, develop the ability to accept the fact that people are going to get frustrated with you?
1: Oh, I mean, anytime we've got somebody um, who's kind of trying to make us change or kind of, you know, nudge us in, in a different direction, I think they can get frustrated with you. And sometimes I think people take um, maybe their failures out on, on their coach as well, you know, thinking that, well, I gave them bad advice or, mm-hmm. you know, something's not working out and it comes back to are they doing the work Um, you know, that needs to be done. So
0: you describe yourself as a holistic wellness person. Yep. So what does holistic mean to you?
1: Um, well, holistic means kind of embodying all three of our, you know, the, the mental, uh, the physical and the spiritual.
0: Okay. Okay. So sometimes we refer to people as flowers. Okay. So what are the three things that it takes a flower to bloom?
1: Well, we need some water. We need some sunshine and some food.
0: Planted in good soil, right? Mm-hmm. So, and again, I keep going back to the 12-step world. And what we refer to the water is taking care of your physical self. And that's something I'm sure that you're well aware of. And then what we talk about is the sun. We talk, of, again, 12-step terms, we talk about the sunlight of the spirit of some type of a spiritual connection with something which whatever that might be and then when we talk about the environment we talk about the people places and things that you surround yourself with that help you grow or not grow mm-hmm. so if you plant a uh, if you take a beautiful blooming flower and transplant it into a sandbox what happens
1: well it's probably going to die
0: it's going to wither and yeah. die right however some people uh, don't understand that they're sitting in a sandbox. Ah. So how do you, how do you gently nudge people toward uh, maybe recognizing that?
1: It's a lot of just asking some powerful questions, getting them to really delve deep into, um, you know, kind of their, the inside of themselves. Yeah. So asking things like, well, how does, how do you feel about this? Or, or posing a scenario Or a metaphor and saying how does that resonate with you and and getting them to really explore kind of the inner workings of of their mind, explore their feelings. Um, It's amazing the number of people who don't really, um, who aren't connected to their feelings, Mm. who aren't really that self-aware. Say more about that. Well, I always always thought everyone was pretty self-aware because I am. Uh, and i 've realized through my market research and working with clients that uh, not everybody is that self aware so I try to take people through some exercises where you know we we talk about feelings, we talk about um, things that trigger our emotions, um, and we talk about um, just different ways to kind of take care of ourselves and
0: yeah. You know. Yeah, so labeling and identifying thoughts yep. and feelings is incredibly yep. important. Uh my guess is and my hunch is that you also ask people to take ownership of themselves and be understand that most of the problems in people's lives are of their own making.
1: <laughs> That's where accountability comes into play, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. So accountability is a huge uh, part of it and uh I don't want everyone out there to think that Stephanie and I are sitting on top of this high mountain uh, surrounded by blinding white light uh, telling the rest of the world uh, how to run their lives, okay? I'm sure that both Stephanie and I paint ourselves with the same brush, okay? We swim in that water. I was sharing with Stephanie earlier. (laughs) Someone had uh, contacted me and said, Jim, how are you? And I said, Well, if I would take uh, most of the suggestions that I give to my patients, I'd probably be doing a lot better.
1: <laughs> well, I have been trying to follow the words um, that I preach and, you know, w- t- uh, walk my talk. I have, uh, I. Put out a 28 day challenge yeah, to my yeah. followers and said, I'm going to quit smoking. What are you going to quit or start? Um, okay. You know, and join me for this 28 day journey. Yeah. And I'm happy to say that I have had um, more smoke free days than, than smoke yeah. days, um, Isn't which that is
0: great when we have others committed with us. Yeah.
1: It's been a wonderful journey. I'm getting to uh. know these women, you know, that we've met just. Through Facebook, yeah, online, yeah. And, and forming a community and supporting each other. Isn't that and, great? Yeah, it's been really nice. And it's nice to have that accountability knowing that Wonderful. I have to out myself if I have a cigarette.
0: You well, know, it's hard, it's hard to suggest something to somebody if you hadn't done it yourself. Yeah. How yeah. could I possibly suggest skydiving to somebody if I've never done it? Yeah. Good for you. Good for Thanks, you. Thanks, Jim. That's uh, the, so you're putting yourself out there,
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay? Wonderful. Okay, so let's talk about this wellness aspect. What What do you start off with?
1: Um, well, I really like to start people off with because we know that they're coming to me because they have some kind of problem and they're looking for some kind of change in their life. Uh-huh. Right. Something is, is not, they're not content with something and they need to change whether they know it's their job. Maybe it's their weight. Maybe it's their, um, you know, their frame of mind. They realize they've got the wrong frame of mind. So we come to a decision of what is your goal? You know, what do you want to change? Um, I go through, um, very in depth with goal setting and helping people, uh, set goals, determine what goals uh, are achievable.
0: I like that word. Yeah.
1: Coming up with action plans and really delving deep into what is your why? What is the why, the big reason behind your behavior change?
0: So how do you suggest to people that some a goal or two may be unrealistic?
1: Um, well...
0: I like to not
1: necessarily tell somebody that their goal is unrealistic, but really kind of reframe it into what are some, how can we break it down into more actionable goals for things that are, I like to have people break down their goals so that they have small successes and frequent successes. So, you know, if you want to be a gymnastics instructor, but you've never actually done a cartwheel, You know, you're not going to just in six months probably become a US Olympic, you know, gymnastics coach. You're going to have to go through some baby steps along the way so we can take that large, seemingly impossible goal and break it into things that are a lot more manageable and you know, shorter time frames, so like that, that you're that getting some successes along the way.
0: I like that term reframing. That's yeah, a, So you, yeah. you ask them to put it in a different light. And one of the things that we attempt to do is point out blind spots to people. Mm-hmm. So it's one thing to say hula hoop because it's good for you. It's another thing to say hula hoop because it's good for you as evidenced by, and here's the reasons that, mm-hmm. here's the benefits that you will achieve. Yeah. So, and that, you just can't make those up. Or you can. (laughs) Please check out our website at fishingwithoutbait.com
1: where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can
0: subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in flying the colors of Fishing Without Bait, click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait.